0: You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller, Amichai Lau Lavi's new Bible blog, a Jcast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives.
1: This week's word is execute motiumat. The weekly Torah text is emol. I hope they don't execute the Boston bomber. Tsarnev is likely to be charged under federal law because Massachusetts does not have a state death penalty. But is there ever cause for a death sentence? this guy, for whatever misguided reasons, is responsible for great loss and terror. What would his death achieve? An eye for an eye? The deterring factor? I understand the reasoning, but I don't buy it. The death penalty is one of the central controversial issues that divides the US. This is also true for the Jewish community. People hold on to deep convictions that are rooted in religious and moral views and are very emotional. This is also one of the biggest issues in the case for the evolution and progress of religious civic thinking. The Bible, and at least in theory Jewish law, calls for the death penalty. Never mind that no Jewish law for thousands of years if ever carried out such justice. And I take Eichmann out of the equation here for a moment as one of only two people executed by Israel for either war crimes or treason. It was not a Jewish legal procedure per se. How have we evolved, and are still evolving as a people, to view our ancient laws, including the death sentence, as just that, ancient, and reinterpret them, not just ignore them, and claim new truths that mirror our modern values? Yes, the Bible says so, but what do we say today? How does new knowledge about the world, our minds, what makes life better, and informs what we believe, do, and support? And this week, the Bible, perfect timing, describes exactly such a case, and it isn't pretty. In Amal, the weekly Torah text, an anonymous male, son of a Jewish woman and Egyptian man, hence half-breed and semi-member of the tribe, gets into a fight, uses foul language and some sort of strong words against God, is found guilty by God, and sentenced to public stoning. There it is again, before the sentence is carried out, the reminder of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. The one who kills a person will be killed, one law for all. The good news is that from the depths of the Bronze Age comes a real judicial system. The bad news is that we're not there anymore. Or are we? And the people lay their hands on his head and stone him to death. Leviticus 24, 23. These types of public scenes still take place all over the world sanctioned by governments, regimes, warlords, criminals, religious leaders. To what end? Last week I wrote about abomination and how, like many, worthier and wiser, I choose to read it differently and not abide by its classical, hurtful ruling. In a world still governed by biblical law, I, along with many others, would be right there in the public square, executed for our crimes of passion. Indeed, there are plenty of people, and not just in Westboro, who would like nothing else. This law, like many others, should be only seen as history. And it goes the same for the death sentence, as endorsed by sacred scripture. It served its purpose in a civilization as violent as any chapter in the Game of Thrones, but we can aim for better justice, more humanity, and possibly better cause and effect. In the very least, this topic deserves more careful thinking, and definitely not urgent calls for the blood of the bomber or any other convicted criminals with real blood on their hands. There's a great brief summary, Jewish Perspectives on the Death Sentence, published online by Ben the Ark. For now, perhaps it's best to support the mourners, focus on the healing, and help all those wounded and hurt, then work on reducing the hatred and ignorance, not invading the Czech Republic, and not fanning the flames of fury. It's too late from that boy, from Leviticus' perspective. It's too late for all those innocent victims, including Boston. And I don't know what trial awaits the Boston bomber, but I hope that somehow, wisely, justice mixed with human care will win the day, and we, the people, will know less hate and love way more. Shabbat Shalom.